Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you still praying? Lord, send me your word today. Reach out to me by your word. Let's pray that prayer. Lord, touch me by your word today. Let the power in your word reach me in a new way. Reach out to me by your word. Send your word again. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In the name of Jesus Christ we have prayed. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you happy to be in God's presence? Let's put our hands together for him. Amen. Hallelujah. The faithfulness of God is speaking loudly this year. Amen. How many can feel the heat of abundant grace? Amen. I am a witness. I believe the way God has reached out to us this year has been awesome. He has promised. And he will never fail. His faithfulness is forever. I remember that song. We used to sing it in Nigeria those days. He has promised. He will never fail. I will honor him. I will follow him. My God has promised. He will never fail. His faithfulness is forevermore. His faithfulness. Are you singing it? Is for my God has promised. He will never, he can never fail. Hallelujah. I will honor him. I will honor him. Hallelujah. My God has promised. He will never fail. He's faithfulness. Hallelujah. Is forevermore His faithfulness is forevermore. Father, we thank you for confirming your word with signs following. Your servant gave the word at the beginning of this year that it is our year of abundant grace. We are seeing it practically before our eyes. For all that you have done already. For what you are doing. For what you will do. Receive all the glory. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. Please, you may be seated. Hallelujah. A few weeks back, we started on a very... Their topic to my heart, I was sharing with my wife that I had the privilege of sharing a part of this message in 2011 
on a vessel. We call it a vessel then. We were all there in that upper room and the Holy Ghost came down and the place caught fire. Amen. And I have not recovered from the impact of the revelations that Jesus himself gave to us that night. And it is my prayer that you shall have the same experience. In the name of Jesus. Maximizing the covenant of kingdom service. Maximizing the covenant of kingdom service. And we established the last time that our service in Christianity is essentially a covenant. That is enacted by the shedding of the blood of Jesus. Amen. We looked at Hebrews chapter 9 from verses 1 to 15 very powerfully. Amen. And somebody is asking that what makes this a kingdom? Well, Jesus is called the King of Kings. Praise the Lord. And if Jesus is called the King of Kings, it must mean that we are in a kingdom. Hallelujah. If he's the Lord of Lords, it must mean that we are in a kingdom. Now, the Bible, as it were, is made up of the old and the new covenant. So that means whatever we are doing in Christianity is essentially a covenant. Hallelujah. Then we establish that what really is this covenant is just the way that God has chosen to reveal Jesus to us, to communicate Jesus to us. And when we embrace that way, then we signify our acceptance of all that that covenant carries. Praise the Lord. Now, taking that further, we also need to understand that the kingdom of God operates on what I call principles. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, where there is no law, there is no sin. <laughs> so, we are not free to do anything anyhow. And then we understand that ignorance of the law is not an excuse. So, you break it, you suffer the consequence. Amen. That's why grace is given. So that we can labor in the world to know what it takes to walk victorious in life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It is my prayer that we shall not be lawbreakers <laughs> in the name of Jesus. But we shall be children of light. Walking according to the light of the gospel. In the name of Jesus Christ. Psalm 105 verse 19 talks about the word of God coming to Joseph in prison. Until the time that his word came, the word of the Lord tried him. Verse 20. The king sent and loosed him even the ruler of the people, and let him go free. So every freedom 
that you and me will enjoy in this kingdom is tied to the word of God. Is tied to the word of God. Verse 21. He made him lord of his house and ruler of all his substance to bind his prisoners at his pleasure and teach his senator's wisdom. That talks about every time you embrace the word of God, it has the power to set you over and above whatever challenge you may be facing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So if a 60-year-old woman can still have a child, your case is not a problem. <laughs> Amen? A few weeks ago in Houston, a precious daughter of Zion went to give birth. And then she passed on. And the husband said, it's not possible. Because we have been told in church and by the word of the Lord that we shall not cast our young before the time. And we are not permitted to bury anyone in our family untimely. So, they began to pray from the word. And nothing happened. <laughs> so, they switched off to praise. Why? From the word. Paul and Silas prayed. And praised. And there was an earthquake. So, the doctor said, let's pack this daughter. She's gone. He said, no. She's going, going anywhere. Then they began to praise. The first hour. The second hour. The third hour. <laughs> The doctor left them. Say, these people are mad though. <laughs> the fourth hour, by seven and a half hours of praise, <laughs> that daughter of Zion came back to life. <laughs> praise the Lord. Now you see, until you give up, the word of God is capable of bringing whatever situation you are facing in your favor. That's why Hebrews 10 39 says, We are not of them that believe unto perdition. We don't give up, but we believe to the saving of the soul until it happens. I'm not giving up. I pray for you today. The grace for not giving up shall be released unto you. Now, so what did that brother see? He saw the word. He saw the word. He saw the word. And then I came to an understanding that in every gathering of, say, of the saints, there are people that hear the word. Hear me. And there are people that see the word. <laughs> There are people that hear. That's why we always pray. You see, everyone coming to the altar, we always pray. Pray for an understanding heart. Pray that you may see what they are saying. Pray that you may understand. So, what did that brother see? Say, no, I'm not giving up. 
until this daughter of Zion comes back. And stood there and was praising God. Seven and a half hours. And his wife came back. Plus the baby. <laughs> God will give you an extra blessing this year. In the name of Jesus. So don't give up. Your breakthrough is on the way. Your breakthrough is on the way. In the name of Jesus. Serving God is hard work. Not cheap talk. If wishes were horses. <laughs> all the beggars will be riding. I wish. I wish. I wish. He will die wishing until he discovers what it takes from the world to maximize his service. Praise the Lord. Now there are things that are given us freely in the kingdom. We need an understanding of it to make it a reality. That's why the labor of the foolish, Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 15, we are everyone because he lacks the know-how of how to go to the city. Praise the Lord. Second Chronicles chapter 35. We have been made kings and priests. How many believe that? Okay. Some don't believe. Revelation chapter 1 verse 6 and Revelation chapter 5 verse 10. And has made us unto our God kings and priests. That's why Jesus is king of kings. You know the Bible says the kingdom of this world is become the kingdom of our God and of his Christ and he shall reign forever. Praise the Lord. So, we have been made kings and priests. Now this word I'm just about to read to you is sent actually to the Levites. As it were to those that minister at the altar of the Lord. But since we have been made kings and priests, <laughs> and the covenant that you and me are in is of divine service, Hebrews chapter 9 verse 1, then it follows that like Jesus said, what I say to one, I say to all. Watch. That means pay attention. Are you with me? What I say to one, I say to all, watch. Now watch this. Watch this very well. Second Chronicles chapter 35 verse 1. Moreover, Josiah kept a Passover unto the Lord in Jerusalem. And they killed the Passover on the 14th day of the first month. He's talking about the Passover. Which is a holy ordinance that the Lord gave through Moses to the people. And he set the priests in their charges and encouraged them to the service of the house of the Lord. <laughs> Verse 3. And said unto the Levites that taught Israel. Is somebody getting this? Which were holy unto the Lord. 
put the holy ark in the house which Solomon, the house of David, the son of David, king of Israel, did build. It shall not be a burden upon your shoulders. Serve now the Lord your God and his people Israel. So, they have a commandment to serve. Hallelujah. So, service is not what you like to do. <laughs> Praise God. It is what you are commanded to do. Hello? So, until your mindset is of that I am under compulsion. I am commanded to do what I am doing. And the man that gave me the command must not catch me being sloppy. <laughs> it never delivers its full rewards. Praise the Lord. Somebody getting this today. So let's rise up to the challenge. Now verse 4. And prepare yourselves by the houses of your fathers after your courses according to the writing of David king of Israel and according to the writing of Solomon his son. And stand in the holy place according to the divisions of the families of the fathers of your brethren, the people. After the division of the families of the Levites. So kill the Passover and sanctify yourselves and prepare your brethren that they may do according to the word of the Lord. Now, Moses gave a law in Exodus chapter 20. We come to that very shortly. And said, I am the Lord thy God. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. That's a commandment that is still in force today. Praise the Lord. Now, so whether you are born again or this is law of Moses, it's not correct. It is still in force. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. It's still in force. Whether the God is in India or in Nigeria. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Whether it's the one you made with your hand or the one you made in your heart. Whether it's the one you are exalting secretly or not. You shall have. no. So the moment you see yourself drifting away towards another God. You know you are already out of service. Hello? Praise the Lord. So, God's commandments are not grievous. First John chapter 5, verse 3. How then do we maximize this covenant of kingdom service? And I gave one way by which we can do it last time. That is to serve God in spirit and in truth. Now, Brother Claudie was saying, painting a very graphical picture last week. Now, you see, you won't say that uh, because I'm keeping this one. <laughs> Since I won't do this one, then I'm holy, I'm righteous. Then, 
but I can do this one. Since I'm not doing this one, it's only this one I'm doing, then God, God will have mercy. And if you have broken one of the law, you have broken all the law. Praise the Lord. Now, Anani had that last week. He said it. Now, but we have grace which takes us, which empowers us to live the life of righteousness. But that's not really where I'm going. Please, follow this. The life in the Spirit is essentially a conscious walk in the spiritual. Meaning, I spiritualize everything happening around me. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16. Walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill all the laws of the flesh. So, in this kingdom where I am serving, I am expected to compare only the spiritual with spiritual. Walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the loss of the flesh. Praise the Lord. And you see that in verse 26 as well. So you see the works of the flesh in between. And the fruits of the Spirit in between Galatians 5.16 and 26. You see the chronicle there. Now, you are not able to walk above all those things except you are empowered by the Spirit. And that's where grace comes. Grace is spiritual empowerment to walk in the Spirit. So that your service in the kingdom can be acceptable. So you are not doing it anyhow. You are not saying anything anyhow. You are not uttering any loose word anyhow in this kingdom. Hello? Praise the Lord. Now Jesus said, come and learn of me because my yoke is easy. Now somebody is sitting there and thinking, with all that pastor is saying, so where is the ease of this yoke now? <laughs> Praise God. The ease of the yoke is in your understanding of what it takes to operate in this kingdom. And it is only the Holy Ghost that can help you. Praise the Lord. And if I were you, there now, I'd be praying, Holy Spirit, help me. Because we have a generation of Christians that believe that... Um, Jesus Christ has praised the price, and then I can live my life anyhow, since I am born again. <laughs> Praise God. This is still a kingdom that operates godly principles. Amen? This is my prayer that you will catch it. Now, Zechariah chapter 8. Zechariah chapter 8. Just to further buttress that you need to walk in the Spirit. And you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, verse 14, As I thought to punish you, when your fathers provoked me to wrath, saith the Lord of hosts, and I repented not. So again have I thought in these days to do well unto Jerusalem and to the house of Judah. Fear ye not. These are the things. Hear me very well. And hear scripture. These are the things that you shall do. Speak ye every man the truth to his neighbor. 
the truth. And nothing but the truth. Even if you slay me, Job said, I will still say the truth. <laughs> Even if my neck will go for it, I will still say the truth. Even if you will sack me from job, the job, I will still say what? The truth. There is no room for compromise in this kingdom. Hello? <laughs> Are you with me now? So, the pressure of the job, notwithstanding, truth is what I say. You have a problem with it, that's your problem. <laughs> but in the kingdom that I belong to, truth is sacrosanct. Nothing can change it, and that is where I stand. And you see, the problem that we have most times everywhere is because people are shying away from saying the truth. So if I say this one now, maybe they will chase me out of uh, this office. Better. It's better for them to chase you there. You know why? You know why? Because if they chase you out of the place because of truth, God will give you seven places because of truth. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So they, they may come against you one way. He said, but I will make seven ways available to you. So we serve God in this kingdom. Speak ye the truth. Every time and any time. Who is angry with it? Notwithstanding. Are you with me? Amen? There is no diplomatic truth. <laughs> And say, so, you know, they don't talk like that. They talk like that. If it is not the truth, you won't find me there. Praise the Lord. We had a meeting of pastors in Nigeria. Meeting. Pastor, pastors. Listen to me very well now. And then the, the people wanted to begin to paint. <laughs> you know, paint. And then I said, no, excuse me. This is what you said, you. You said this and this and this. And I followed the same, the, follow, the next one. I said, you, you said this and this and this. Why are you people changing what we agreed? And they were all looking at me like this. This man is mad. I said, no. Speak the truth. Every man to his neighbor. So that you are pastor, you, know, you, you will soon find yourself in hell. In fact, some people are going to hell because they are pastors. Praise the Lord. So I'm not, I'm not sorry to say it, because that's the truth. All manner of pastors in town. I said, this is what you said, you. <laughs> I said, you said this. <laughs> they were looking at me, they said, huh? they don't talk like that. I said, for what? We may not be going to the same heaven, but I know the heaven me I'm going. I don't know the one you are going, but I know the one. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Is somebody getting this now? See, so we are not painting pictures in Christianity. Speak every man the truth. So his neighbor, this is hard, but it is the truth. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Your hallelujah is cold now. I must be doing something right. Praise the Lord. Number two, serve God with all your heart. Now you see, when you are faking your service, God knows. <laughs> Hello. I was studying First Samuel chapter seven yesterday. 
Or this is chapter 8 or so. And then I read through that scripture. And the Lord spoke to me that, you see, people follow tradition in service. Um, you know, in this church, your father was the head usher. So you also have to be in the ushering team. <laughs> he's not in the ushering team because he's led there or he has a heart for it. His father used to be there. So he has to continue family tradition. Uh, they want to turn church to tradition. No. Praise the Lord. Where your heart is somewhere, nobody can taint it uh, in any color for you. Well, see, this is not what I want to do. That my father did it is immaterial. He has lived his life. I must live my own. Praise the Lord. Am I talking? Joshua chapter 22 verse 5. But take diligent heed to do the commandment and the law which Moses the servant of the Lord charged you. To love the Lord your God and to walk in all his ways, to keep his commandments, to cleave unto him and to serve him with all your heart. Not with some of your heart. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Let me tell you the meaning of all of your heart. Amen. You know the meaning? You know the meaning of all your heart? The meaning of all your heart is when it is comfortable and especially when it is not comfortable. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hello? Somebody sleeping beside you. Just tell him, wake up now. You can't be sleeping now. This one is talking to you. All of your heart means when it is comfortable and when it is not comfortable. Praise the Lord. You know, I just... You know, God understand. I just came back from a trip now and... Um, no, 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 no. I can't go to that meeting now. And you know that that's your service. The one you say you will do for God. Praise the Lord. A very good example is when it is rainy and there is victory night. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It's raining. The rain started five minutes to eight. And victory night is eight o'clock. Lord, how will I get taxi now to go to church? I don't think I can get taxi. You know it's raining, so I have to stay. You understand? It's raining. It's raining. I don't want to catch cold. It's raining. Praise the Lord. Now that it is raining, victory night, okay, next month, next month. So where is your heart now? Where is your heart? Is your heart truly here? Because you see, there is nothing that should stop you if you miss trekking inside the ring. <laughs> Somebody is looking at me now and saying, Pastor, trek inside the ring. Is that not pneumonia? Okay now. If you die now, just go to heaven straight. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah, because you went to serve God and then you died there. Is it not heaven? Okay, we want to go to heaven, but we don't want to die. Praise God. So what is the fastest way to heaven? It's by death. <laughs> Praise God. But sincerely speaking, your heart for God in service means when it is comfortable and when it is not comfortable. So, you are on the go for Him. Comfortable or not comfortable. Many, when I was in the university, 
So for the students, hear me now. I made it a point of duty to go to choir practice every time. Now, the one I am always looking forward to is, in fact, I used to pray, Lord, uh, let there be choir rehearsal before my exam. So if there is choir rehearsal tonight, then my exam will be the following day. So I can go to choir rehearsal, and when I am in the rehearsal, ah, I know I cannot fail that exam. Praise the Lord. You are not working with God with sense, oh. You need to walk with this God with sense. So I know I cannot fail that exam. So everybody is going to class to read. I am going to church to serve God. Praise the Lord. One of my classmates in the university said when we graduated, we can't understand you. I said, why? He said, when all of us are going to read, you are going to town. <laughs> Praise God. And you are still passing the exam. I say yes. You don't understand the secret I'm trading. Praise the Lord. Students, are you with me now? That's it. This covenant we are in, or this kingdom we are in, operates on all of your heart. I used to pray, Lord, make it, make sure that uh, my exam is a day before Riaza. <laughs> so Riaza time, I'm in the Riaza. Serving God with my heart on my exam anyway. But Lord, you know I'm serving now. This exam must be a walkover. You know what God does? Immediately I get back to the campus. As if they remove a weight from my mind. Everything will just open like that. Everything I didn't understand that I was struggling with. He becomes clear. And then I walk over the exam. That's how to make the most of your Christianity. Where is your heart? Is it really for God? Ask your neighbor. Where is your heart? Is it really for God? Ask him. Ask him. Ask him. <laughs> Praise God. Proverbs 23, verse 26. My son, give me thy heart and let your eyes observe my ways. My son, Give me thine heart and let thine eyes observe my ways. It is important for us to understand that the state of our heart determines the state of our life. Hello? The state of your heart. You know, very funny. Samuel went to Jesse's house to anoint a king. Hello? And saw Eliab, tall man, handsome. Amen? This must be our king. He's looking like Saul. (laughs) Praise the Lord. You know Saul, the Bible says he was a goodly man. Well favored. They made him king. So the same thing, when Samuel saw Eliab, I said, this is another Saul. This must be the one that God is talking about. God said, no. He's not going to be the king. No. I have rejected him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. Why men look at the outward appearance? God looks at the heart. Hello? Hello? God has a heartometer. <laughs> Measuring your, the temperature of your heart for him. Praise God. 
May he find you faithful. First Samuel chapter 16 verse 7. You see that there. Matthew chapter 15 verse 8 to 9. These people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth. Some of them even honoreth me with their lips. But their heart is far from me. I won't be surprised now. Some of us are here in this service now. Um, his heart is not even here, you see. All this one pastor is here. Let's just finish this service. I need to go home. Praise the Lord. And then he's, Lord, won't you give me this thing? Won't you give me this thing? And God is saying, won't you give me your heart? Won't you give me your heart? Give me your heart first. Because if I give you what you're asking for, it may kill you. You don't have the right heart. Praise the Lord. So some of us wonder why our prayers are not answered. In fact, that God is not answering the prayer is the answer to the prayer. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That God has not given you that thing you want is actually the answer to your prayer. Because if He gives you, you have the wrong heart. Are you getting this at all? Praise the Lord. Second Timothy, sorry. Verse 9, but in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. Observing the commandments of men. They are not following the word of the law. It is my prayer that your heart will be set right today. A louder amen. amen. Your heart shall be set right today. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Number three, serve God. With a pure conscience. Paul said in Acts chapter 24 verse 16. I dwell with all men. With a conscience. Void of offense. Towards God. And towards men. So you serve God. This kingdom. Forbids offense. Your conscience. Must clear you every hour. That you are not holding anyone. In your heart. Praise the Lord. Remember Hebrews chapter 9 verse 14. We have been cleansed. By the blood of Jesus. And given unto a pure conscience. Void of dead works. So let the works remain dead. If I were you. I got the blood of Jesus. Help me. To live. With a pure conscience. With all men. You see. These are the things that keep you from moving forward in your Christian adventure. And you are not of your, and you are, you are not taking, you are not paying attention as it were to them. Over my dead body will I forgive him. You may die there. <laughs> Praise God. Now somebody did something you didn't like. Forgive him and move forward. Say no. How can he do that? No, 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 no. No, I will not forgive him. In fact, in fact, if Jesus come now, I will still not forgive him. Ah, if Jesus come now, you are going to hell straight. Praise the Lord. So the kingdom deserves it, demands it. Hebrews 13, verse 16. But to do good and to communicate, forget not. For with such sacrifices... God is well pleased. 
Obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves. For they watch for your souls as they must give account. That they do it with joy and not with grief. For that is unprofitable for you. Now hear this. Pray for us. For we trust we have a good conscience in all things. May God give you a good conscience in all things. Can I hear your louder? Amen. Second Timothy 1 3. I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers. This is Paul. With a pure conscience. That without ceasing I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day. With a pure conscience. So devoid of any offense. Don't forget, God is checking with the Hato meter. Number four, serve God acceptably and with godly fear. We are still talking about how to maximize the covenant of kingdom service. If you like, you can call that part two. We started that discussion last time I was sharing. Serve God acceptably and with godly fear. Psalm 2 verse 10. Be wise now therefore, O ye kings. And we established in this service, or prior to now, that we are kings and priests. Right? Is that correct? Praise the Lord. A louder hallelujah. A louder hallelujah. Uh-huh. You are with me. Praise God. <laughs> be wise now, therefore, ye kings. Be instructed, ye judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear. And rejoice with trembling. You know why? You know why he's saying this? Let me show you one reason. Psalm 25 verse 14. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. <laughs> you see now? And he will show them his covenant. What's the meaning of that? He will show them the way out. Of what is troubling them. He will show them. The way out. Of what is troubling them. The secret of the Lord. Is with them that fear him. Men and brethren. May you receive grace. To fear God. Now we look at the story of Joseph. And. The Bible said. He was a goodly man. Also well favored. And then the mistress cast. Her eyes on him. And Joseph said, no. I fear God. I what? Hello? I fear God. Every time you are just about to fall, remember God. No. I fear God. And you see, Joseph did not, he did not pray when his master's wife was trying to have her way with him. He ran. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, Paul saw that and said, flee every appearance of evil. Don't negotiate. I have, I have resistance. I have immunity. I have the Spirit of God. 
And evil is lurking around you. Take off. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Flee every appearance of evil. Flee. No, I have immunity. No, I cannot fall. Ah, you fall and then Holy Spirit, if you are lucky, if you are favored, we come and comfort you. But I told you not to stay there. Flee every appearance of evil. Flee. Not pray. He didn't say pray. He said flee. Hello? You see, this thing is contrary to what I believe. Ah. Hey, broke up. Okay, see you first. Um, I will see you in three months' time. If I ever come back there again. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now you are, in, you are in some groups and all that, and you give your life to Christ, and then they are inviting you for the things you, you used to do. They said, sorry, um, I am not available. They said, but, but what happened? I am not available. Then they ask again. I said, do you have a problem? I said, I'm not available. You become violent all of a sudden. Then he will know you mean business. But you are not taking your stand. So they are coming again to invite you. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? He asked the first time. He said, I'm not coming. The second time, I'm not coming. The third time, you, you, you yourself, you carry the phone now and say, if you call me again, I cannot guarantee what will happen to you. Then he will stop calling. <laughs> Praise God. Listen, you need to be militant a little bit in this thing. Otherwise, anything goes. Hello? Anything goes. But nothing will take you out of your Christian service. In the name of Jesus. Genesis forty-two eighteen, And Joseph said unto them the third day, This do and live, for I fear God. Number five, serve God with gladness and joy, not with frowning of faces. <laughs> Praise God. When I was living in Nigeria, our pastor said, I will never forget when he was praying for me. He said, there is something I know about pastor. Ask me what he said, I will tell you. He said he's always smiling. <laughs> Hallelujah. Have you noticed it too? Praise God. You know why? I saw it in the Bible. That my service must be with joy and gladness. Not with frowning of faces. Okay, all this frown and all this uh, murmuring and complaining... Has this solved the problem? Has this solved the problem? <sighs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, Isaiah chapter 54 verse 1. Think, O barren, and that that is not bear. The woman is looking for baby. You say sing. Sing and baby. Are they the same thing? Do they rhyme? <laughs> Hallelujah. But the Bible says sing. That's the demand. And don't forget, service is a command. It's a command. So, <laughs> okay, sing. Hallelujah. Oh Lord, you have been so good. You are so good to me. And then God comes with the hatometer. <laughs> this hatometer. And checks your heart. Is this singing from the heart? Hello? Okay, it's from the heart. Angel, go and give her four children. 
Praise the Lord. So, like me, what you couldn't get in eight years, you now get in four years. Three. Hallelujah. That's why I'm always singing. That's why I'm always happy. It's from a conscious understanding of what it takes to make things happen in the kingdom. Hello? Hello? <laughs> Are you blessed today at all? Finally, today, number six. Mm-hmm. Number five, you can take these um, scriptural references. Deuteronomy 28, 47 to 48. They served not the Lord with a joyful heart. And then God made them to serve their enemies. You see that? They serve their enemies. Number six, and then we close. Serve God without alternatives. I was sharing this one a, a while ago. No alternatives. God said, I'm a jealous God. The moment I see you with an alternative, I'm gone. I'm gone. You won't see me again. Isaiah chapter... Let's read that one and then we close. Isaiah chapter 42, verse 8. I am the Lord. That is my name. My glory I will not give to another. Amen? Hallelujah. I remember one testimony in Nigeria. When I... When I got my first job, amen, there was one brother that God used, you know, he knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody. They all kept knowing themselves. Where they knew themselves, even me, I don't know till tomorrow. I just know that I know God. Now, I was going to share the testimony in church. Oh, he said, I will also come. (laughs) He wants to come and tell them that he's the one that God used. He had... Look at what God did though. God made sure that um, he, he was in the hold up. You know hold up? Go slow. You know go slow? You don't know go slow in India? Traffic hold up. <laughs> you know now. Uh-huh. God held him there. We started the service. I share my testimony. We closed the service. Then God released the hold up. <laughs> Then he came. When he came, everybody has gone. Hallelujah. Let's be on our feet. (laughs) Praise God. God will never share his glory with any man. He won't share it with you. So every time (coughs) me, I am like that rich fool, I will, I will, I will bring the band down. I will I will, I must, I shall. Everything about him is I, 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 I. There is no God there. He has already made himself the God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Every time you are speaking, there is no God there. He says, I, I will, I must, I shall. Ha. Praise the Lord. A few years ago when I was in Singapore, it was that brother, that brother was a Muslim. He said, I know you fear God. I said, how did you know? He said, every time you speak, you say, by God's grace. He's a Muslim. I know from his name. Maybe he doesn't know, maybe he's not fervent, I don't know. 
But he said it and I can never forget. He said, I said, how do you know? He said, because you are always saying, by God's grace. And even in most of my mails, official, in the office, I still put it. He said, I'm not a, I am not a Christian on Friday. <laughs> I am a full-time Christian, part-time worker. Hello? Are you with me now? So everybody knows. That I'm not faking it. Lord, give me the grace to be a full-time Christian. <laughs> and not a part-time Christian. Which many of us are doing. If we rise today, for tomorrow. Rise today, for tomorrow. No, 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 no. Jesus said, I will spill you out. You need grace. That's why abundant grace is given. Amen? Lord, grace to rise up in my Christian service and not to fail. And not to fail. Are you praying? Are you praying? Are you praying? Let's go ahead and pray that prayer. Lord, give me the grace to serve you. Give me the grace to be on full time for you. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Brethren, you have heard the word again today. And what pastor said, everything about you is a service unto God. As a child of God, there is nothing you should do that you must not see as not worthy of your heavenly father's recognition. Because you can't hide from him. So please, like Pastor said, you are supposed to be a full-time Christian. And every other thing you do is a what? Part-time. So your full attention must be on your full-time job. I want us to pray, Lord, give me the grace to serve you acceptably and with the fear of God. Give me the grace. Receive the grace to serve God acceptably. If your service is not acceptable before Him, you are your own. Summarily, you are serving yourself or serving the devil. Lord, give me the grace to serve you acceptably. In the name of Jesus, every step I take in my life, let it be a sweet smelling service unto you. In the name of Jesus. Let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, the works of my hand, my attitude, my action, my behavior, be a service acceptable unto you. Grant me the grace, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Probably there is somebody here, you have not given your life to Jesus. You are serving yourself. Your first service starts when you what? Give your life to Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. So if you are here, you are not born again because of our time. I want you to make amendment with your God. Or probably you are born again and you fell. You went your own way. Until you are back to God, you are serving yourself. So if you are here, you know you are not born again. Or you are born again before you backslid you need to come back to him. Somebody wants to pray that prayer. I can see the Holy Spirit wants to touch somebody here today that need to start to serve God. You are here, you are not born again. I want you to lift up your hand and begin to pray that Lord, I'm back to you. 
You are my Lord and personal Savior. I surrender my life unto you. Somebody is praying that prayer. If you are praying, you pray faithfully. That is where you start to serve this God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Lord, I commit this one unto you as they have surrendered their life unto you. Please the grace never to go back to the world. Give unto this one in Jesus' name. Write their name in the book of life in Jesus' name. I decree forever you shall serve the Lord in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Please, if you took that decision, I want to see you in front after the service. People that came new, please be in front before you go. The pastor will want to see you. There's an announcement that I want to give, please, especially for the nursing mothers. If you know you use that breastfeeding room, please let's keep it tidy. If you use any pampas or whatever, make sure you put it in the trash can and not under any cabinet at all. Let's keep the house of God clean. If you came into the church with a bottle of water, please go back with it. Don't leave the church of God dirty and your life will not be dirty in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this morning. We are so grateful for what you have done. As we go this week, I pray that Lord, your presence shall go with us in the name of Jesus. As we serve you this week, decorate our life with your glory in the name of Jesus. We shall come back next week rejoicing in the name of Jesus. I declare you blessed in the name of Jesus. Everything you lay your hands on this week, I see the prosperity of the Lord manifesting upon them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You shall hear good news from every side this week in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The grace together in fellowship, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Abundant and grace. God bless you in Jesus' name.